when you trust your truth, it's like your whole life awakens. And today I'm excited to share with you a conversation I had with Shannon Algio, who has been named one of the 35 under 35 in wellness to watch by Wanderlust and is a celebrated speaker, writer, life coach yoga nidra and meditation teacher and so much more and he's got this amazing podcast called soul feed and it's just been such an honor to have him on the show today we have this powerful conversation so many takeaways you're going to want to listen in to this one for sure maybe even take some notes (laughs) and we are doing a giveaway in this episode so don't forget to take a screenshot of you listening to the show you're going to hear more about that giveaway later but you're going to tag us in your Instagram stories. So listen in towards the end of the show to learn more about how you can win a copy of Shannon's new book. As I mentioned, Shannon is the host of a popular podcast called Soul Feed. And it features interviews with iconic cultural and spiritual leaders like Deepak Chopra, Carolyn Mace, uh, Marianne Williamson, Danielle Laporte, and many, many more. And in his coaching practice, Um, Shannon Algio works with clients to heal old patterns of trauma so they can show up in the world with power, presence, and purpose. And he's known around the world for his gift of processing his own life experience into words that can be heard or read in service of this greater teaching, right? This deep resonance, this profound healing that um, he's really just known for. So such an honor to have Shannon on the show today. So I'm so excited to share this conversation with you. Hey there, you're listening to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Live Awake Collective. This is a place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. I'm your host, Emily Perry, an inspirational speaker and international teacher, and I'm here to take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to rock your purpose, lead your community, and manifest your vision for your life. Welcome to the journey. Let's dive in. Before we hop into the episode, I just want to let you know that the doors are now open to Magnetic, my sole business accelerator for heart-centered entrepreneurs. And in Magnetic, you'll go through my framework for creating a magnetic, soul-infused business that doesn't compromise your vision and your purpose over the impact and the income that you want to create. And really, it's time for you to stop playing small so that you and your movement can shine. It's time for you to connect to that deeper why of why you do what you do in a way that you can serve your community. Um, it's time to take you from being like the best kept secret to sold out and waitlisted. And so I'm really excited to share Magnetic with you. And you can just go to emilyperry.com slash magnetic or just tap into the show notes. Just think, you know, energy work, embodied manifestation, and then my proven systems and strategies, which is all about elevating your soul business. So can't wait to see you over there. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, Shannon. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be talking to you. So we sort of started this conversation because you have a new book coming out, Trust Your Truth, which we will get to <laughs> for we'll sure. We'll get to it. <laughs> um, but I'm just so excited to have you here as um, someone who's really had an impact in the yoga community and has been sharing your work for so many years. 
Um, can you just tell people a little bit about how, like what you're doing right now? Like how are you um, serving your community right now in the world? Mm. Yeah, well, right now, like literally what I'm doing right now is, other than of course talking to you, yeah. um, is I'm in graduate school right now. Um, I am studying depth psychology. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And so I'm in a real like pre uh, preparatory phase of um, getting ready this uh, summer or fall to prepare to be doing clinical training hours where I'll be under supervision doing psychotherapy work, like, oh, you know, wow. preliminary psychotherapeutic work. Um, and so I, it, it's interesting to be in a phase of like deep, deep learning, being mm. a student, um, and really taking the time to develop myself in this deep way, um, so that I can be of service to others in a, in a new capacity, um, that of course integrates how I've been being of service and the work that I've been doing for the last 10 years, but is also transformational because it's entering into a psychotherapeutic setting, um, to specifically do, you know, talk therapy and, and healing. And so, yeah, I mean, right now it's like, this is, this book is launching yeah. that I've been working on. We were talking about for like two to three years now and I'm in school. And so I'm kind of like riding the waves of like expanding and offering the book to the world and also like deepening and studying and preparing to evolve into this next phase of my work. So beautiful. So on this journey, as you know, you're known as this amazing yoga teacher and um, just this beautiful, I don't know, you have this beautiful offering in the world. And I know none of us were born, <laughs> born these insightful beings, obviously, you know, often that like have all this wisdom to share with the world. And so I was just wondering a little bit about your journey. Like, how did you discover mindfulness and, um, and, you know, the journey of yoga and um, what what was that journey like for you, that discovery of like, there's something more here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um, it's so interesting because on on one hand, I, I do feel like we're born with this innate like wisdom. Mm -hmm. Like I do feel like so much of my healing is connecting back to like the wise, intelligent Shannon that like kind of always, always knew the light and and the depth and and the play between those dynamics and yeah. to to your point like it's like we i feel like we like we know like we are born with this purity of knowing our yeah. wisdom and then we we learn all of these things and all of this stuff about like the you know the world tells us how to be and who to be and when to be it and when to be this and when to be that and we we want to fit in to our environments into our families into our schools and so we kind of adapt and adjust and edit ourselves so that we can fit in um it's so human it's so it's so you know an innate for us to do that and yet at certain points along the way we kind of sell out on on like well i'm not really going to be like that i'm not really going to like be that weird or that kooky or that odd or that you know i'm going to turn down the volume on that part of myself and all of a sudden we're kind of stuck in these traps of identity based on being liked and fitting in 
instead of being in a space of like, this is who I am. This is my truth. This is me. And so I, I went through that, um, you know, in Catholic school, mm. feeling like I didn't belong, being told I didn't belong, being called the F word, F-A-G-G-O-T, and like, you're gay, and Shannon's a girl's name. And like, so I, I kind of felt wrong in all of the spaces that I was in, not all of the spaces, but oftentimes in the spaces that I was in in Catholic school. Mm. And then theater was this, uh, which I started when I was 11. I did a musical, like a summer musical at a local theater organization. And I started taking tap classes and jazz classes and dance classes and singing lessons. And from 11 through college, I was performing. Oh, wow. Um, I went to school for musical theater I, we performed at the White House at Christmas and at nursing homes and like all, all of these things growing up constantly in multiple shows at once. And I found a freedom in my body through dance, mm. in my voice through, through singing and through the community of theater was so much more liberated and like, and, and um, playful and free in my mm -hmm. experience than my Catholic school roots which were more socially conservative and kind of stuck uh, in certain ways about how to be. And so, but then when I went to college for theater, uh -huh. the thing that liberated me became this like, you know, Bachelor of Fine Arts where we were, you know, taking ballet classes for college credit and preparing to, you know, move to New York and, you know, try to be on Broadway. And we sort of had a lot of professors who were, I mean, screwed up, you know, in, in their approaches to, you know, the philosophy was often let's beat them down. Oh, yeah. Let's beat people down and see who has it, has it within them to stand back up. See who really wants to do this. Yeah. They yeah. would say things like, you know, if you can do anything else, do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is like, well, I just paid $80,000 for the first two years. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was doing this. Um, yeah. Can you encourage me here? And yeah. so I, anyway, I left Syracuse um, where I went to college, just kind of beaten and broken down in terms of my confidence and, and my joy for theater, mm. which of course is like a blessing and a curse because I found the yoga mat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the yoga mat for me was this like divine integration of of the aspect of Catholic school, one of the aspects of Catholic school that really informed my development, which was prayer, mm -hmm. which is meditation, which is connecting to a higher power, which is being in conversation with the divine. Mm -hmm. That was a holy space created within myself during those early years in Catholic school. And then dance became this embodied prayer, this embodied, you know, uh, ecstatic movement of expression. And so the yoga mat for me was a return to self because the dance was no longer about being on stage. It didn't matter how I looked. For me, yoga didn't wasn't about how I looked. I know many people in the yoga world have that experience of like perfect poses and Instagram poses. But for me, I had already done all of that with dance. So yoga for me was like, I'm gonna close my eyes I don't give an F about what's happening in this class or what the teacher thinks. Like, no. this is about me. Yeah. And um, yeah. And that, that set me on this path. Uh, I mean, that moment, those early years in New York city in these like jam packed yoga classes in the East village 
that was the beginning of my connection to integrating, I guess what I would call personal development with soul, with, mm. with prayer, with, um, with healing. Yeah. I hear that with so many people. It's like this return to the self, right? When you discover yoga, it's like you, and just back to your point, it's like this uncovering of who you are, right? Like it's, it's a great uncovering of like, you're, you know, really reconnecting to your essence and, it's funny because I was I danced as well, but in mm. LA, so I did jazz tap and ballet, and I danced with the Joffrey, and the the line was it was a little different for me because back then this is like this is like the early '90s, you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so back then I was actually kind of too tall for a lot of stuff, mm. and so like on point when I was on point shoes, I was like six feet tall, and it just was not like I it didn't like for me the prof now it's different. There's all these amazing professional dancers that are like these tall women, you know, mm. but it just wasn't like really where I felt like I had any kind of future, so to speak, that really would light me up. You know, it felt like sort of this kind of road of <laughs> of not fitting in, and and um, I ended up in yoga. Um, through Zen meditation and stuff like that. And it was like coming together dance and meditation for me. So it's interesting mm. how, how this yoga space can be this kind of homecoming for, for so many people. Mm. Mm. So it seems like just reading through your new book, Trust Your Truth, um, which is such a beautiful, a beautiful offering. There's so many um, points to it, but uh, one of the things I really loved about this book is, um, you know, just in your title, like trusting your truth, right? Really starting to trust into ourselves and trusting into our intuition. And so how did you learn to like trust your truth <laughs> and your intuition, your gut intuition, right? This, this inner knowing. Yeah. You know, that is such a journey. And, and you know, I would always hear trust your gut mm -hmm. or go with your gut listen to your gut. And I, and it had this sort of like bumper sticker, like Yogi tea bag kind of like quality to it. Like, yeah, that sounds like a good thing. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Like trust your gut, but it didn't become like real in my body of like understanding how my gut communicates to me until I was in a relationship where I was with this partner for almost three years and I just had this sense in my body that he had eyes for other guys or was like maybe cheating on me or didn't want monogamy the way that I did. And like, I just, I felt it in my body mm. and I would return to that feeling and I would, I would kind of bring it up with him. I would, I would say, Hey, like, I feel this way. I feel so strong. Are you into this guy? are you cheating on me in this way? Like, I'm sorry to ask you that. And it would lead to these fights. And ultimately he would kind of deflect and he would be angry with me oftentimes. And I would leave feeling like, can I cuss on this podcast? Cause I yes, keep sure wanting to, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. I keep, <laughs> I keep like changing my, I would come back to fuck. Like what's wrong with me? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you, Shannon? Like you, why can't you trust this guy? And so that cycle happened for like almost a year. And in that year, I would bring it up. He would deflect. I would end up 
saying what's wrong with you? Why can't you trust him? And so I started to believe that I was crazy, that this message within myself, this gut sense was wrong and that he was right. And what I didn't know at the time was I was giving my power away to him as the, as the like holder of the truth, as the keeper of the truth. But within myself, I was just losing confidence in my truth, in, in this gut knowing. And so we moved to LA, we got, you know, a apartment together and a three-year car lease and dishes and furniture. And like, we built it up. Yeah. And, you know, a couple months in, he, he finally kind of communicated and, and it all came clear. And as it came clear, as, as he was honest with me, and as I, I literally felt like the clouds parting and I was like, oh my God, I can see again. And I felt this energy coming back to my body, all the energy that I had been leaking by trying to uphold this truth that did not feel at all real, but I was continually committed to and invested in. Mm. It surged back into my body in the form of like power. And I was like, holy shit, that gut knowing was right every time. Mm -hmm. Not always was it right with the exact stories that my mind was coming up with, but that feeling, that impulse was a communication from my body that something was off, something mm -hmm. wasn't adding up. And and I, I am so grateful for that relationship as painful as it was um, because that, that taught me that's what your gut is. Mm -hmm. That's how honest your gut is. That's how felt it is. That's how embodied it is. And if you don't listen to that, you're going to get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> like you're going to lose yourself. You're going to lose your truth. And so I was like, oh, trust your gut. <laughs> Go with your gut. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's what we need to go through oftentimes as we're learning our capacities as healers, as an as empowered beings, which is all of us, all of us. Um, sometimes we got to give too much away. We got to betray ourselves. We have to, uh, um, go way in the other direction in order to realize like, oh, that's mm -hmm. what that feeling was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I think you're right. It's sort of like, you have to go across that line to see, oh, wait, I just gave all my power away. Right. And um, I love how you, how you really talked about how sometimes the story that's attached to the gut feeling might be slightly off, but it's really the energy behind it that we need to listen to, connect to, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And it's like, it's like, that's why we have to be both humble and fierce mm. at the same time. I have to humbly listen to and trust, like my body's telling me something. I feel something is off here. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have to be fierce in that fire in our guts of like, of knowing, like, I've got to listen to this, but we also need to be humble when the mind starts to, you know, come up with certain stories and be curious about like, okay, like, what is this feeling? Where is it coming from? What do I need to look at here? Cause you know, if we just feel something and then, you know, go around pointing our fingers and accusing people of things that, that might not work either, yeah. but it's a surefire sign. At least it was for me that I needed to listen more deeply to myself 
And where I tripped up was I was listening to him. Mm, yeah. And I was going with his process instead of my own. And that's where I betrayed myself. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just coming back to the self and just coming back to like, okay, owning your own truth and your own voice and in your book, <laughs> Trust Your Truth, you do take us on this journey through the chakras. And when we get to that fifth chakra at the throat center, right, it's just really the stepping into our voice and starting to trust that um, as well. Um, and such a, you guys are going to love this book. It's this really powerful journey from the root to the crown and, um, and uh, so much wisdom along the way, right, that we get to really encounter so when you talked about like this idea of like, you know, uh, betraying ourselves and then coming back to ourselves and you talked about like this feeling of your power coming back, I know you talk about energy leaks in your book and I love speaking to this because we throw our energy out like so much in the world and in our lives and then really just kind of reclaiming our power and reclaiming our energy. And so what was that like for you? Like after that moment in that relationship and you kind of took your power back, like how did things change for you? Oh my gosh, everything changed. Um, at first I felt super, like in the moment I felt supercharged with power. Cause I was like, cause I, I, the book initially, the proposal of the book, mm -hmm. the title that I was playing with, you know, back then was thirst for truth. Mm. And I use the phrase thirst for truth in the book. If you, if you read it and you'll, you'll yeah. find that phrase in there. And that's kind of a nod to the origin yeah. um, because I feel like that's something that I crave. I have like a, a real thirst for truth. And sometimes the truth can be like a slap in the face, but like, I'm like, give it to me. I want to work with the truth. I don't want to work with the bullshit. I don't want to work with the lies. So mm -hmm. at first I felt like I was like, fuck yeah, I know what's happening, finally. Like, like let's deal with this. I can yeah. deal with this. Yeah. But then that, that, you know, that was a high moment and there was a come down of just the reckoning of like, oh my God. I mean, there, there was all the stuff within the relationship that needed to process in order to like restructure, can I actually trust this person? And can I be in this relationship? And, you know, what's the path to move forward with that? That was its whole process. But then for me, it was like, I had to go back and say, holy shit, look at all of the decisions I made mm -hmm. that were informed on the groundedness of lies, mm -hmm. on the groundedness of misinformation. Look at all of the ways I have built my life. You know, like who you are anywhere is who you are everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was that sense of like, oh my God. So I had to, I had to really like grieve and let go of all of the structures that I had built that were somehow kind of connected to or feeding off of that system of lies and that mm. system of self-betrayal. And so I would just be driving around LA, like crying in my car and like listening <laughs> to music and crying and crying. And I'm so grateful because I had a support system of like friends and family and eventually therapy. And um, that helped me like rebuild myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I hate to say like, oh, you got to go through these hard times, to, you know, because they make you stronger because that's such a like kind of glittered, you know, 
spiritual bypassy kind of like, it's all fine. Like you need to go through it. But like at the same time, I needed to go through that because nothing that that experience has connected me so deeply to myself. Mm. I have, you know, it's like the ashes, like things had to burn down Mm -hmm. and I had to like be in the soot of the ashes in order to be like cleansed Mm -hmm. to say, okay, what kind of life do you want to live now? Like on the other side of that is a clearing. And in that clearing, we get to build from scratch, we get to build something new. And so there's a freedom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that that's, you know, where I've been is in the, in the, in the mode of discovering like, who is Shannon for Shannon without the codependency, mm-hmm. without the need to be in a relationship that is defining who I am, that is giving me things that I actually needed to learn how to give myself. Yeah. That's so powerful. And, you know, I think also sometimes when we find ourselves in these places where we are giving away our power, right, we stop trusting our own intuition. And then we have this realization, right, where like, wow, I've been giving away my power. But then it's sort of like there's this whole relearning of trusting our own decision making again, even outside of relationship, you know, it's sort of like, okay, how I'm spending my money what kind of, do I take the promotion? Like just re- starting to relearn trusting our own decision-making. I feel like when we've been through that kind of betrayal of the self, it's like, it's, it's a practice, right? We just practice being, you know, soft with ourselves and being compassionate with ourselves and just like relearning mm. how to be in relationship with ourselves, right? Yes. Yeah. And that, that's, that is, and so like for whoever's listening right now, obviously like my story is the story of a relationship and you might be able to relate to that, but there might be something else also that's how you're giving your power away right now. And that could be through a job or through um, social media or through, you know, alcohol or a drug addiction, like, or, you know, marijuana or, or a friendship that like you needs to be let go. There's so many ways that we, that we say like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. I'll yeah. just spend another hour on Instagram. It's not yeah. really an hour. I'm just, I deserve this. Yeah, I yeah. need this. And and so, listen. It takes courage to reckon soberly, reckon with where am I giving my power away? Where am I losing life force energy? Where am I losing prana? Mm. And when we get honest with ourselves about that that's where we can begin the journey of reclaiming like, okay, I need to let this go. I don't know what letting this go looks like. So I also (laughs) need to give myself like the process of figuring that out. But like, I need to take a step back from this. I need to unhook from this a little bit. I need to reorganize the expectations around this job Mm -hmm. because I'm losing too much energy. And it's like, I mean, it's a constant dance too, right? Like it's it's a flow of of dance and like a wave of ebb and flow figuring out like, okay, like when when I found out that partner cheated on me, we didn't end up moving out of our apartment for another like six or seven months. Yeah, yeah. It takes- Because I needed to go through, we needed to go through that push and pull, that like figuring out like, what does this mean in the physical manifest world? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because it's one thing to like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> go through this emotionally, but then it's sort of like, okay, like grounded in reality, there's the car lease, there's the apartment lease, there's the, you know, the dog or the cat or the, you know, like the plants. Like you have to deal with like the grounded earth element aspects of, of all of it, right? But I feel like if nothing else, 2020 has really taught me that this is that time to reclaim our power, right? Like now more than ever, we are being called to really step up to that, that version of ourselves that are, that is empowered, right? So that we can move forward and all rise together as a community and really support people as they need to be supported. And so I feel, I feel like your book is just so timely in terms of like, could it have been timed any better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is this journey of, like you said earlier, through the chakras of like finding your truth on every level of you. Mm -hmm. So you can be in alignment with your highest self, with your truth, with your purpose, with your soul mission in this life. And yeah, I mean, 2020 taught me that too, is like, you know, the question of what what ground am I truly relying on? And this is why I weave in the practice of yoga nidra throughout the book, which is the art of transformational sleep. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really the art of transformational rest. And because the, the yoga nidra practice allowed me in an, in an embodied way to rest into the earth, to surrender and let go all of those needs that, you know, ego Shannon feels like, well, I've got to take care of my finances and my rent and my bills and my life and my job and my this and my that and my relationships. And like, and I know I can attune to that very easily, that grind mode of like feeling like I'm okay because I'm doing everything and I'm, I'm controlling everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so the art of like laying down and for you know 10 minutes 30 minutes 45 minutes going through a yoga nidra practice of of literally telling myself it's safe to surrender and placing the vibration of that safety to surrender or we call it a sankalpa this purified intention mm -hmm. through the 61 points in the body allowed me to connect to like okay how can i rely on what is beneath me, what is in this moment, what mm -hmm. is right here and right now to support me. And like, this is enough. This is enough. And uh, 2020 was like the ground falling out from underneath so many of us mm -hmm. that the structures that we thought we could rely on suddenly, you know, Suddenly we're in a global pandemic, a collective traumatic experience where yeah. there's like, you know, what, what is real? What is true? Mm -hmm. And we see how that's like fed into a reckoning for, you know, who owns truth and misinformation and people sort of like grasping for reality. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, one of the things that, that I think is so important is that we stay in our bodies, that we be in our bodies mm -hmm. and be listening to our nervous systems and, and grounding into what we can. Yeah. 
-hmm. because, you know, grounding into the earth right now, grounding into what's underneath our bodies right now, because the mind is not going to get us to an embodied truth. True. Yep. It can support mm -hmm. us and, it, and we need the mind. Yeah. Yep. But, but really if we just go piece, up here, yeah, yeah. yeah the embodied yeah. piece, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think now more than ever, I think we the, the thing I loved about 2020 is just having this like global conversation around embodiment, right? Coming back to the body, coming back to the felt sense, right? And then really working with whatever's showing up with that. So, you know, trauma, <laughs> um, and uh, reconnecting to our own felt experience can bring up so much for people. Um, so I love uh, how you do, ha um, you know, support people in your book with yoga nidra because it's just such a powerful, such a powerful practice. Um, so I thought we could talk a little bit about the journey in the book. So just that maybe just quickly going over the, the you know, we start at the root and like what that journey looks like that people can go through um, together in, yeah. in the book. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so the chakra system has just always like deeply resonated with me, especially in the context of like the yoga practice and meditation and the work of Carolyn Mace, mm -hmm. who I've gotten to interview on my podcast a few times, author of Anatomy of the Spirit, the way she teaches about the chakras weaving with the human anatomy. And um, so the book takes us on like an embodied physical and emotional journey through the chakras, beginning with the root chakra. And um, the name of that chapter is You Belong Here in This Body. Mm. And it's about connecting to our core need to belong and our root belonging wound. Like what is that... Um, what is that core wound that we learn, where we learned, where we experienced some level of trauma because we felt like we, that we didn't belong. Mm, yeah. And so we get clear about what that is and, and we explore what it means to belong to ourselves and create a safe container in the body to belong. That's um, yeah. yeah. And then we, we move into uh, the second chakra and we explore like, parent dynamics, mm -hmm. um, the polars of like shadow and light, masculine and feminine, mother and father, um, and, and then what relationships and relationship lessons uh, have, have either have or are revealing themselves to us. So like this idea that relationships are teachers mm -hmm. and we can learn through um, our most uh, intimate and also sometimes most challenging relationships can teach us important lessons. Um, and then we move into like the rock your purpose chapter as that's not what it's <laughs> called. It's called uh, power up your soul's purpose, but yeah, it's my favorite it's chapter. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's about like the fire in your belly. That's about like you, what are you here to do? Where are you losing energy? What is possible when you reclaim your energy? What is your dharma? What is your why? What is your soul's mission? And that's where, like, I think our work intersects. Mm -hmm. um, Emily is like um, bringing purpose to life in an embodied way, and like that that dance between energy and 
um, and like real, real practical action. Um, and so everyone in that chapter to like come up with their why statement. And then we move into the fourth chapter, which is about emotions and emotional healing and the power of like feeling our emotions and tapping into the full um, emotional spectrum, the color palette of our emotions. And we work with like grief and rage as like sacred rage and um, how to process like intense emotions mm. so that we can connect to our truths and uh, then we move into the throat, which is all about finding your voice and practicing using your voice as a tool to bring your dharma, your why, your purpose to life. Um, so powerful. And, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. And then, sorry, did you want to say something? Because I'm just kind of rolling through these. <laughs> oh, no, it's perfect. No, I'm so excited about it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we move into the mind, which is called 2020 Vision. And it's about clear seeing and understanding um, intuitive perception and also um, coming up with a sankalpa. Like what is your um, purified intention without doubt? And we can use that sankalpa to uh, do a yoga nidra practice that I offer everyone in the book. And then we go to the crown chakra, which is like surrendering to source, which is really about um, connecting to the mysterious energy of the divine. Like how do we actually tap into um, what you could call oceanic consciousness or divine energy or God, goddess, universe, higher power, all that is the sacred mm -hmm. um, and what it really looks like to surrender to something bigger than ourselves. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's this exploration of like, the rainbow of our chakras. Yeah, so powerful. I'm so excited to to share um, this journey with everyone. As the book comes out on, well, you might be listening to this later, but the, the book drops on March 1st, 2021. And of course, you know, all the links to Shannon and the book um, and all the things will be in the show notes. So um, as we wrap up here, just are there any things that are coming up for you that you wanted to share um, with our audience? I really just love this conversation. And uh, I think it's just such a this, this journey that is so timely and powerful. And um, I really can't wait to hear what everyone has to say about about your book. So I'm just really excited. <laughs> mm, thank you so much, Emily. Thank you for having me and for um, your enthusiasm and and um, willingness to share. And thank you for the work that you're doing and holding the space for um, you know inspired conversations and for people to really look at what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. It's I think like the the only thing I'd want to say is that our purpose is like, I, I do think we have this attunement or, or this desire to attune to a destined purpose that is unique to each of us, which is what Dharma is. It's sort of this like divine code within us that wants to be realized and manifest and wants to come to fruition through us, that we are the vessels for this purpose. Mm -hmm. And 
it can be a zigzaggy, jagged, back and forth, up and down, messy, chaotic exploration to get on that path, to reset, um, and to, you know, uh, perfect, not in a like perfectionist kind of way, but just getting it more and more clear and, and dialed in as we go through our lives. And so just, I would say, just give yourself the grace and the space and the permission to let it be messy and to trust that like, even if you don't have the clarity right now, just by doing this exploration and opening yourself up to your bigger purpose, you are taking the step that you need to take to get towards it, to get to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that this is a journey of becoming and for all of us, it's, it's continual and ever evolving. So I think we just like, it's like yoga. It's like a practice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the ever evolving and I love that too. It's like, yeah, as we take the steps, the path reveals itself. And often, yeah, we're on this purpose journey, but it shifts and it changes. And the thread of the, the sutra or that thread of purpose gets woven throughout everything, but maybe the way it's manifesting in the physical form <laughs> can shift, right? Mm, so that, mm. um, you know, just like, like you, you're making this you're taking this other, not other journey, but this, this new kind of direction into this depth psychology, which of course has that same thread of purpose as to what you've been doing before, but it's almost like this deepening, right? This, this, um, this uncovering of, okay, this is, you're uncovering the deeper and deeper layers of really what's always been there. Mm, right? mm. That's exactly right. Yeah, it, it is. It's like, watering the roots and the the roots are growing deeper and wider so that you know in in the next season if the next uh future season maybe the plant or the flower can grow a little bit higher and stand a little stronger and we have to take that time whatever that means for us not all of us need to go back to graduate school maybe you listening maybe maybe you do but like what could you explore for yourself that is a deepening that is a grounding um, development of you so that you can rise into sustainable purpose. I think that's, that's something that's very much of interest to me, which we could be a whole other podcast, but like, <laughs> is yeah. like, how do I, how do I sustain, um, my desire to be of service? Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. There's this whole, I know some of us love the creation mode. Some of us love the, like taking apart mode and doing the, like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, um, take apart my life and dig in deep but then there's this whole place of like of like of Lakshmi or Vishnu right where you're you're in the sustaining and you're in like okay what's sustainable what can be of service for years and years and years to come so um that's so beautiful <laughs> love mm. it yeah yeah <laughs> so how can people find you on social media I am shannon.algio on instagram People are like, what's what's his last name? Algeo, like Al Geo, A L G E O. Uh -huh. um, and awesome. I'm also shannonalgeo.com. Mm -hmm. And there are some uh, bonus gifts um, for anyone who purchases the book that are at trustyourtruthbook.com. There's like a guided meditation album that goes with each. Uh, chapter and chakra. There's some yoga nidra practices and even an embodied movement practice that will be coming out March 1st as well. 
Oh, wow. Great. So um, we'll make sure all that is linked, you guys, in the show notes. And if I, we do want you to take a screenshot of you listening to this episode. You can tag us on Instagram at shannon.lgo and at emilyperry.co and at rockyourpurpose. If you use those two and tag us um, in your stories. And we are going to be giving away, you know, a copy or two of the book as well. So if you want to be entered to win, <laughs> you got to tag us in Instagram. And, you know, it's just been such an honor to have you here on the show. And of course, we didn't even get a chance to talk about your podcast <laughs> and soul feed right so we'll make sure that that is of course linked below and you guys are going to want to go over there and just download like a bunch of episodes and binge listen it's really good <laughs> so um thank you so much for being here on the rock your purpose podcast it's been an honor to have you thank you so much for having me emily it was so great talking to you Thank you again for joining us here for the conversation. Now to win a copy of Trust Your Truth by Shannon Algio, all you have to do to enter is to take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, tag us in Instagram stories. My tag is at rockyourpurpose and at emilyperry.co. So you can do either one of those. And then tag Shannon at shannon.algio, A-L-G-O in your Instagram story and you will be entered to win a copy of this amazing, amazing book. And I can just tell you already from, from reading it that you're going to get so much out of it and it will really make a shift and a change in your life. So don't, don't forget to enter. <laughs> we'll be closing the entries uh, for this episode on March 1st, 2021, if you're listening to this later. So go ahead, head on over to your Instagram stories. Give us a tag. I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway was as well. And again, don't forget, we've got magnetic happening as well. You can head to emilyperry.com slash magnetic. Come gather with like-minded souls. Transform your life. Transform your business. Take that next step in creating a magnetic business that just attracts your right soulmate clients and so much more. So head on over there. Can't wait to see you in Magnetic as well. And until next time, take care, be well, keep rocking your purpose, and I'll talk to you soon.